0: From London. London. Oh my god, is that S&B? S&B. You know you love us. Creepy Bass.
1: XOXO. Rufus be a river. <laughs> and who are we?
0: That's one secret we always tell. I'm Marissa. Marissa. And I'm Anna. We are
1: The Upper East Podcasters.
0: A Gossip go Recap. Hey Upper East subscribers! Hey
1: Upper subscribers!
0: Episode three, Poison Ivy. How are you, Marissa? I'm good. I'm good. It's warm today. It's very hot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, little reintro to ourselves and the podcast. I'm Anna, and I'm Marissa, and this is the upper east podcasters
1: we are two best friends uh and we need an excuse to a watch gossip girl and b chat to each other so we thought we'd create a podcast and chat about how much we love it <laughs> and drink wine although i'm the only one drinking this week apparently so i know i'm not drinking today I'm uh, trying to cut back
0: <laughs> that's fine
1: i can drink for both of us
0: <laughs> yes you really can your new year's resolution was to drink more i remember
1: Yes, it was. It was. And boy, was this the year to drink more. <laughs> yes, yes. 2020. Oh, Christ. <laughs> anyway, depressing how 2020 is. Let's go back to the 3rd of October, 2007, when the oh. third episode, I know, right? I know facts. I know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the third episode of Gossip Girl aired, Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. Yes. So, what did you think
0: of this episode, Marissa? Because last week we were talking about with episode two, The Wild Branch, we were
1: saying a little bit mellow. What do we think about this one? Well, now it's been ramped back up, I think.
0: <laughs> it really has, isn't it? <laughs> I, feel,
1: I feel like, yeah, I feel like so much stuff happened. Um, I didn't know where to begin. <laughs> I know. Well, this episode, the premise is this is all about getting into college and to not just any colleges, the you know, cream of the crop, the Ivy leagues, hence why the poison Ivy episode title. So do you want to set the scene? Gossip girl.
0: Should go I do my it? Kristen Bell impression? I guess. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and here it goes. The opening gossip girl blast is there's plenty of upsides to being the spawn of the fabulously wealthy, but the downside, super successful parents expect nothing less from their offspring. And when it comes to college, That means the Ivies. It's more than just getting into college. It's setting a course for the rest of their lives. And for those few that aren't legacies, the pressures are no less. When parents have sacrificed for their children's futures, what kid would want to let them down? No pressure, guys.
1: Yeah, no pressure at all. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So everyone's basically they're getting ready for school and uh Dan is shaving like he's never shaved a day in his life before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you would say something about that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But also before that, did you notice a um a specific uh song being sung um <laughs> Did I? D- did you? Did I? Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what, yeah.
0: so the, the, the hilarious part is when you can kind of i kind of hear it i think everyone's watching and going, this is an unusual version of glamorous and it's almost like it's sung so unenthusiastically by we then find out the the choir is, at the school and jenny's yeah. in it it's, yeah of course she is of course she's in the choir but they're all just but, like um, completely standing there like real like psychopaths like g l O U R I can't even spell it actually. How do you spell G L A M O
1: R O U S? I've done that so wrong, haven't I? The song is there to help you spell it,
0: but I like it's their really, little. It's not catchy, is it? I'm surprised that was a hit. you know it's really G
1: L A. It really, it really dates the show, doesn't it? You can always if that's because that's obviously what was in the charts at the time, and they're trying to make it current, aren't they? So they're like oh yeah we'll make the uh, the choir sing a pop song a chant I, I song know. that'll be that'll be cool and
0: it's <laughs> such a conservative like assembly as well like is that what's oh, yeah, in it, the US is it called an assembly
1: yeah I think it is yeah 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 it is yeah an assembly right. so
0: at the beginning where you all kind of sit around and you literally I, I, I remember like the choirs when we were at school of course because I was in them which is social suicide actually no wonder I was bullied like, I'm surprised <laughs> that Jenny Jenny wants to be so popular is there right at the front standing there G
1: L a m o r o u s (laughs) like completely blank faced why in the choir do you have to hold your hands like like cupped like a little c shapes in front of you like you know why do you have to do that
0: i don't know strange i think it goes
1: way back that i have never been in a choir where they've made us do that
0: i I don't think so anyway Uh... well they would just be like arms by your side because if you're all standing there and you're one of you slouching or something it kind of doesn't really work um it certainly oh, okay, doesn't work enough. for "Glamorous" by Fergie. I think it's a bit weird. Again, in a very serious setting, and I was just thinking, who signed off on that? Like, what? What music teacher <laughs> went? Do you know what? Like, I think that you guys,
1: you guys should sing Fergie's "Glamorous," and it would go down really well. Oh, see, I think the I think the teacher was like, "Oh, kids, this week I'll let you pick a song," and they all were like, "Oh, this is this is popular. Let's sing this," and the teacher was like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, well, I would have been
0: like, okay, well, <laughs> sing it like you love it then. Jesus, they sing it like they
1: hate it. We're flying
0: in class class. Anyway, if I was leading that choir, I wouldn't have any of that, Marissa. Oh, no. <laughs> None of that shit. <laughs> um, so, right, let's run over about the weird choir song. So the choir. It, but as the choir is singing and you have all of the elites and Dan getting ready, Mm -hmm. For for school. And as you say, Dan is shaving like he's never shaved a day in his life. But he's chosen the one day to shave. The The beginning of Ivy's week. Ivy's week because all the Ivy's representatives Mm. are coming to the school. Yes.
1: Um, Then the teachers are emphasising how important it is. And there's one teacher who literally says the words, no pressure. um, And he's lying. (laughs) Because there is is a lot of pressure.
0: (laughs) I think she even says... If, you, if you're if you looking to go to an Ivy League college, the, this evening will be one of the most important evenings of your life. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, God, chill out. <laughs> you know that there's going to be a mixer for networking with Ivy League colleagues and representatives, and the girls of the school are putting that on, so you see Blair's smug little face. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've also got the boys who are going to provide ushers. They're going to be an usher for each representative I, of each Ivy League college.
1: I did not know really what that meant. I was like an usher. So that's basically a chaperone. You're going to chaperone this person from the college around and it's it will be good if you want to be matched with the college and the person that you want to go to. And as they're
0: talking about this, you kind of see each of the main characters and it kind of flashes back to them getting ready this morning. Beginning yes. with um, Dan, who is yes. at home with his lovely dad. Yes. What's uh? Um, um, what's um? What's his dad's his dad's name? Uh, oh. Rufus, Rufus. Rufus,
1: Rufus. I believe it's uh Rufus. <laughs> I believe it's Rufus as well. Thank you, thank you for reminding me though. Yeah. Rufus. <laughs> Sorry, um. Every time
0: you say every time you say the name Rufus, it's gonna get no, it won't really. That that'll become unbearable. <laughs> but every now and, and then. When everybody I, mad. So we see the lovely Rufus basically encouraging Dan and being like, you know, you've got an
1: amazing brain. It doesn't matter that you can't shave for shit. Well, you know what? From one jingle to another, this is almost my best worst advice segment. <gasps> Straight out of the mouths of Manhattan's elite. It's the best worst advice of the week. It's the best worst advice of the week. Well, I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, this is like really, it's, not the best worst advice but it's really nice advice but I just remember getting this advice as a kid and it being the least helpful thing ever and it's basically like you'll be fine just be yourself that's to be fair that
0: is the worst advice yeah I agree exactly exactly (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) so but it's just not helpful because well yeah but like I said it's nice advice so you were like to be shy and socially awkward cool yes (laughs) you want to be you want me to be yeah awkward and reserved oh okay easy (laughs) but um yeah I just thought that was like that was the best worst advice this week it's the best worst advice of the week Dan says it's not like I have a trust fund to fall back on all I have is right up here and then taps his temple I'm so glad that you said that
0: because I've I've written that quote down as well. And I wasn't sure if I was just being really anal about it, but it really pissed me off because I was like, Oh oh my God, you're so privileged and you're going Mm -hmm. to such an amazing school because your dad is your amazing dad, Rufus Rufus. Rufus. (laughs) (laughs) has literally sacrificed so much for you young man. And here (laughs) you are going, you know, it's not like I have a trust fund to fall back on dad, which is so ungrateful. Like his poor dad, like
1: it really wound me up. I didn't
0: like that. Yeah. I did not like that.
1: I know. Yeah, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. I was just like, okay, cool. Like, it, you've got brains. That's great. But do you have to talk to Rufus like that? You know, it's rude. It's mean. Don't talk to your dad like that.
0: I really noticed just how much Dan constantly goes on about how he doesn't have a lot of money and how he's not like the Upper East Siders. And gosh, like this episode, honestly, mm. it highlights it so much. It's like, yeah. like all, all the way, way They're destitute, are they? All the so. way through it. He's talking about how unprivileged he is and how, you know, poor me and this big chip on his shoulder about it. And it kind of, I don't mm. remember it winding me up the first time I watched it, but it really wound me up this time. But yeah.
1: Yeah. It, mm. Yeah,
0: just just a like, little heads up, a few future rants from me today about Dan.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and work out that Dan wants to go to Dartmouth. I don't know why. I don't know the difference is like between like what makes one Ivy League college better than the other or like...
0: I'm not sure either, them.
1: actually. I'm not sure
0: why, but you do. Yeah, you learn in these little flashback scenes. You learn that Dan wants to go to Dartmouth, Blair wants to go to Yale,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Serena wants to go to Brown, and we just mm-hmm. know he does not want to go to Dartmouth.
1: Um, well, that's the next scene, isn't it? I think uh, when, yeah. when he's when he's running with you know with his dad. Oh, sorry, not his dad. The captain. <laughs> their 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 morning competitive run, which looks like the least fun thing ever. Like, no. not only running, but like, you know, running with a captain. Oh, God, look shit. Oh, um, the
0: captain.
1: I know. But I think <laughs> Nate, Nate either wants, he says to his dad, or I think he does anyway, he either wants to go to UFC or UCF. I can't remember which one because I looked up UFC, and that stands for Ultimate Fighting Champion. Uh, <laughs> <but don't> I <think, laughs> don't think Nate wants to do that. So I think it was UCF, which I, I think is which is the um university of central florida i think any americans out there want to correct me or educate me please do (laughs) okay fair enough um but you
0: have you have all these little flashbacks and actually before we go to nate and dad's running scene you have chuck at the assembly just a lean in to nathaniel nathaniel lean into nate nathaniel and be like a little wake and bake and try and get him to go outside to have a spliff before having these usher meetings. And I was like, yeah, right. Can you imagine, Marissa, on, on the rare occasions where you and I have enjoyed a little doobie? Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I just said doobie. But can you imagine <laughs> me and you after having a spliff trying to have an interview with an Ivy League college? Yeah, it's not happening, is it?
1: <laughs> Not really. So why,
0: why do you think you'll be great to be an usher for Dartmouth? Oh my God, your tie looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he kind of, it then flashes back, doesn't it, to Nate and his dad who are running, like you say, not very fun. And he doesn't Nate win the race. And the captain is like, yeah. you cut me on a corner. I mean, wh- when you win fair and square against me, it's the day you win.
1: Yeah, I know. It, it just isn't life. Yeah. It just doesn't look like. A fun experience to be around him, ever, in my opinion. Anyway, no, he's a but... bit of a knob. We don't like Nate's yeah. dad. No, we don't. No, not really. No. <sighs> well, everyone's we everyone's wondering where Serena oh, is. No, wait, at wait, the wait. Assembly.
0: I've actually got. I've actually got my best worst advice of the week here.
1: Oh, okay, go for it. <laughs> what is it?
0: We we we're starting early with the best worst advice yeah. of the week. Um, so. The best worst advice of the week for me is from the captain to Nate when mm-hmm. he starts, Nate starts again to talk about how he doesn't really want to go to Dartmouth, but he, he keeps saying, you know, what's with all these delusions? Why aren't you just focusing on Dartmouth? And then he actually says, Dartmouth, law school, Blair, and that's final.
1: <laughs> it's the best worst advice of the week. <laughs> oh, yeah, planning your life out like, or pl- not even planning his own life, planning his son's life out like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Terrible advice. We then go to a new scene where one of our favourite characters is there. It's Dorothea. Oh, yes. You know what? I'll tell you what. I do admire Blair's determination about getting into Yale. Mm-hmm. I do think that's quite admirable. Like, you know, she obviously wants something and she is hell bent on going for it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that we're supposed to feel quite sad for her in that moment because. Everybody else, even if their parents are annoying them, they have their parents there and and Blair doesn't. She has Dorota there. So I think she does say to Dorota, you know, I hope you don't feel old with me kind of going off to college. And I think that there's a little moment where she's kind of hoping that her mum was there Hmm. to to, you know, to be wishing her luck
1: for Ivy's week or that her dad was there and Yeah. I know what you mean, but at the same time, when she says that about, you know, I hope it doesn't make you feel old watching me grow up, I was like, hmm dorota she ain't that old do you, yeah. you want to hear something which will depress the hell out of you oh god what okay so okay so this is assuming that the actress is playing her own character age okay okay <laughs> so so the actress uh no Savannah's... hang on a minute because
0: no i know what you're gonna say and the actress. Mm. I think the Dorota is supposed to be older than the actress playing her because I do
1: this is what i'm this is what I mean okay so the 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 I still think it's strange though, so the actress Susanna zadkowski she's only just forty one like now in twenty twenty she's forty one which means she was only twenty eight when she filmed Gossip Girl as Dorota. Yeah, <laughs> so depressing. why do they I told you it was depressing? why do they make her look so frumpy? Like, they make her look 45. Well,
0: I suppose it's because, I suppose the maid's outfit alone makes her look a bit frumpy. And by the way, like, maids, I mean, that maid's outfit looks like a fancy dress maid's outfit. It
1: doesn't, I mean, that is not. Yeah, it's like stereotypical, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the maid outfit. I know what you mean. (laughs) Also,
0: what's with the bitchy moment where Dorota provides her with this massive tray of breakfast? And I know me and you, Marissa, if that was presented to us, our face would be in those croissants.
1: Oh, yeah. She's face like, eat something, Miss Blair.
0: You'll need your strength. And she just bitchily takes a grape.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. Weird.
0: Yeah. Anyway, you mm. were just then saying we go back to assembly and someone's missing. Who's missing from the assembly?
1: None other than Serena Vanderwoodson, But she has a good reason. She was late because she was stayed with Eric at the Ofstrop Centre oh so good big sister i like that that's allowed serena and lily are sort of arguing like while she's trying to leave and lily has a real aversion to showing any sort of support to her son or to serena going to stay with him i i figured she's like i don't know why you bother staying there it's so mean yeah that is a bit i also
0: thought it was quite it was there was two very inappropriate outfits lily's not lily is that a nightie or a dress because if it was a dress it looks more like a nighty that Lily's wearing. And Serena's school uniform, if I'd have shown up in school. Oh, don't worry. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. All right. do <laughs> <Yeah, We'll, laughs> do a fashion segment at the end again, are we? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, right at the end, we'll do a fashion segment. I will leave that to you. But yes, mm-hmm. slightly in <laughs> Everyone's wondering where Serena is. She's late. Um, she does end up kind of coming back. Well, she does end up arriving super late, doesn't she? She bumps into Dan. And she's like, yes. is it
1: over? <laughs> no, is it Dan. over? Dan the dick. Because everything's about <laughs> Dan, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe it's a bit harsh, but it's true. Everything's about that's, him. <laughs> that's so harsh, Marissa. Dan the dick. <laughs> Dan the dick. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll probably take that back at some point. But right now, oh, well, he because he's like, oh, you were there, weren't you? You saw it. Of course, it, you know, of course it's over. And she's like, "Oh no, I meant I meant the assembly." And then they have that awkward moment. Before, sorry, before we move on, um, Blair Waldorf burn moment.
0: Ah, <gasps> there's a Blair Waldorf burn moment.
1: Yeah, everything's coming up really early in this episode, isn't it? After Serena sees Dan, she then bumps into Blair outside the assembly, and they exchange their normal, you know, cold words. And. Um, <laughs> Blair taunts her. She's like, oh, you know, you miss the assembly, but it doesn't matter anyway, you know. Brown doesn't offer degrees in slut.
0: <gasps> you just got burned. Mm. You just got The oh, <laughs> I know. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm, I don't know how I missed that. I must have been writing notes. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they don't. have to agree. In slut, There's so much slut shaming. I don't like it. I know. I don't um, like it at all, no one. No one yeah, slut shaming Nate, who slept with both of the main characters. By an actual. Yeah, well, I know. A- there, yeah. Also, but, no yeah.
1: one's. No one is either slut shaming Chuck, who definitely you know has the body count. <laughs> <laughs> As a body count, yeah. Um, Blair is. I think Blair is actually really horrible in this episode. She's not a nice oh. person. Don't this, even I mean, get an- me started. She's an awful
0: person. It's only the last minute of the episode, yeah, where, she's so like, where she redeems herself a bit. Actually, yeah. like I was, I was relieved at that. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We're getting ahead yeah. of ourselves. But yeah. Now. But first, um, the hockey match. Yes, the erotic outdoor hockey match. What the f? Like that was. It was basically soft porn do you remember we had to wear a pe skirt like a skirt for pe do you remember that was so inappropriate we had yeah, to also I... there was also like school colored knickers that we had to wear under them do you remember the pe knickers because the, the, yeah
1: the skirts were so that's short. cover. yeah so we had to have these knickers which were the same color as the skirts to to hide our actual knickers and it was like this is just let us wear shorts surely that do you <laughs> know what i can't believe that i've not thought
0: about that before you're, you're right that's like well you were probably never we in have... pe I did bunk pee a lot, <laughs> <laughs> not not because I was cool and I'd go hang out with the cool kids, because I'd go and sit in the piano room and play piano. <laughs> and now we've got all these
1: lovely jingles for it. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
0: even the music teacher would feel sorry for me and would like come in and find me and be like, "It's okay, Anna. I'll just leave you in here." <laughs> um, yeah, knickers, really weird. And yeah, they are. Again, yeah. they're wearing this erotic kind of clothing and they're. You know, mm-hmm they're girl fighting basically in fact I was watching it my partner was in the room at the same time and he was like that's hot <laughs> I was like Geez. thanks, thanks, thanks love <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so we've got the well I've I've show goes to show much I know about sport I've put lacrosse scene
1: <laughs> no no it's hockey
0: <laughs> it's like there's so many American sports though that like I don't, I don't think it's anything
1: like lacrosse is it there's a stick. Um, no, a, a, lacrosse is in the air. You've got to throw and catch it with um with something and with like a net on a stick. Okay. Basically, it looks really really difficult. Anyway, yeah. they have a scene where where Serena's just like, God, can you just
0: let it go? Can you not? Can't you just let it go that I slept with your boyfriend? And you know, Blair's kind of like, Well, no. um' no, Blair's really. All about really. She's all about revenge in this episode. She's all about mm-hmm. getting even. She's very very pissed off. They they fight and then I think, well, Blair is really kind of assaulting serena over and over and serena kind of fights back once and suddenly she starts yelping about her leg and
1: i know i always found that was like that's just what reminded me of like the school bulliness because that would always happen how many times did you get provoked by somebody to the point where you'd snap and that's the moment where a teacher would turn around and then you would get in trouble for it and oh oh, yeah so frustrating 100 frustrating
0: so Serena gets sent off the pitch. Blair is then pretending mm-hmm. she hurt her leg. Mm-hmm. And then the new scene is we have all the Usher interviews, don't we? So, uh, again, Yeah,
1: they kind of like flick in and out between them, don't they?
0: Mm-hmm. And again, um, like they could get high and do those interviews. Anyway, um, yes. mm-hmm. there's one really, really cheesy quote by Dan Humphrey.
1: Oh, yeah. Dan really fluffs his interview, doesn't he? He's really... He ain't good in this. <laughs> well, he just suddenly
0: comes across so arrogant. He's like, I've been dreaming of Dartmouth. And I think that somehow Dartmouth's been dreaming about me.
1: Oh yeah. It definitely hasn't, has it though? No, it probably hasn't, Humphrey. Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. Um and, and the Chuck Bass is did you see Chuck Bass is gone? Oh yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah. Why should I be a Dartmouth Usher? Cause
0: I'm Chuck Bass. I'm Chuck Bass.
1: He's creepy, creepy Chuck Bass.
0: Um, so, yeah, the interviews finish and then you see Dan and Nate run to the notice board to see who's won the usher position, don't we?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And it ain't Jan. And boy, Dan is bitter he's really bitter yeah Um, it's weird i do i do understand dan's bitterness especially because he seems to be actually working quite hard for something like very specific and he even says like yeah it makes sense you know when i'm second in my class and nate's you know is is last in everything i think that's what he said
0: i hate the game not the player no wait that's not the saying is it (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) In this scenario, you know, hate the system, not the person. Yes. Uh, But yeah, okay. So then we see Dan bumping into Serena and Dan again. Down in the dumps, Dan. We definitely have to have a jingle, I think, next week for Down in the dumps, Dan. Um, It's that whole I'm sad, I'm not rich thing, even though I am rich because I live in an expensive loft in Brooklyn and I go to a really awesome Ivy League awarding school. Anyway, um, (laughs) he bumps into Serena and He's very rude to her as well, I think, about that when she's kind of trying to be quite encouraging, given the fact that he's dumped her be- over something she did before they even knew they each to, other, or at least saw him it done. Yeah. <laughs> Quick shout out before we continue. Oh, go to, for it. To another listener. <gasps> Carrie from Plymouth. Oh, Plymouth's nice. Plymouth is lovely, yes. Uh, So, yep, Carrie has become a fan of the show. She's even got Mm -hmm. her husband listening to it, who's never, ever watched Gossip Girl. No way. Yeah, and she said that she was, in fact, she messaged me as she was first listening to it and said, I'm wetting myself and I'm only 30 seconds in. Yeah, Um, basically pissed in your pants. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She also then said, uh, later on, she said, I've got my notepad trying to make notes as I as she was basically pro- trying to provide some feedback for us as an, as an early listener. And oh. she said, um, but I can't stop pissing myself. So I do think maybe, Carrie, you should invest in some tenor lady the next time <laughs> <laughs> you listen to the podcast.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, Carrie and Nick. Yes. Brilliant husband points for listening to the podcast as well, I think. Oh. <laughs> okay, so... What's the next scene, Marissa? Um, it is Blair and her minions nursing her her poor leg, her poor bruised and battered leg from Serena's tomfoolery on the on the hockey pitch. She calls yes. Chuck. Yes, he's in and a limo. Yeah, I know. It's different from the uh, bus that was taking them to school in the first episode, but you know, worked his way up to a limo. Um, <laughs> but they they work out between them that Serena is back for a reason and they are going to be the ones to find out and uncover her secret, all to ruin her her reputation. I yes. did have a bit of another segment here, though, as well. Oh, yes. Go for it. So I don't know if you noticed
0: something creepy being said by Chuck Bass.
1: Oh, you know what? I think I'm becoming a bit immune to it. <laughs> Honestly.
0: So they're talking on the phone and he says uh, he heard about the hockey takedown with serena and he says oh yeah all those mouth guards and short skirts i hope somebody filmed it
1: he's shady kind of rapey he's creepy creepy chuck bass i love the gasp at the end the (laughs) ah
0: me too what were you saying about (sighs) mouth
1: guards they're not sexy like if you've ever worn one or seen one they're not pretty and they feel horrible in your mouth Yeah,
0: why would he think that they're sexy, a mouth guard? I don't know,
1: I don't don't know. (sighs) Gross. But yeah,
0: they're scheming together to take down Serena. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of the beginning, really, of Blair and Chuck's schemes. They scheme a lot Mm. together,
1: don't they? They scheme together, yes. Now the next scene, uh, I believe (laughs) a
0: certain somebody is uh, making bolognese, which happens to be my favourite dinner.
1: Who might that be? Um, oh, I can't remember. Do you mind reminding me? Uh, I think his name's
0: Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he's a lovely bolognese as Dan comes in and shuts himself in the room because he's really upset that he didn't get picked to be an usher. Um, he's yeah.
1: fuming at Nate, who didn't even want mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. But then I stopped fe- well, I didn't stop feeling sorry for them, but when Rufus is like, oh, I'm gonna try and, you know help and he talks to jenny about it the way they talk about themselves oh makes God. them seem like it's so self-deprecating but to a point where it's not even funny it's they they talk about to themselves like they're real like down and out on their luck i know and they're so privileged i did not care for that you know well, jenny says moment. to rufus doesn't she jenny says to rufus
0: we're humphrey's dad we're not exactly royalty uptown and he i says,
1: know are you okay
0: with that she goes no but i'm used to it i know uh-
1: you I know what? really, really
0: it. didn't get it. I'm going to say it. Poor little rich kid. Poor yep. little rich
1: kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor, Poor little rich kid.
0: <laughs> um. So, are. yes. Then we go back to
1: Chuck, who's following Serena in a limo, which is quite creepy. Yeah, this is this is my creepy, yeah, creepy moment. I was just like, why is he following her? But anyway, but he follows her to the Ostrov Centre. And thinks that it's for her. She thinks that she's going in for an appointment when obviously it's it's Eric who's actually in there.
0: It's her little brother who is there because he tried to take his own life, we find out episode Mm. one. So she's there visiting her little brother. Chuck's like, Oh, it must be Serena. She must and also they I love how they also go straight to it must be alcohol or drugs abuse, not anything else. Mm.
1: yeah Um, i know they're thinking like oh it's the ostrov center and chuck says oh it's a facility for the disturbed or addicted which is i know know. a bit rude i know and you know what
0: i couldn't believe it when when that was said it's it's a facility for the disturbed or the addicted that's that wouldn't fly today that's not very Mm. mental health friendly is it um no the ostrov center is, is there to help people with addictions or with mental health issues not mm. the disturbed or the addicted. Did not like that one bit. Um, yeah. And I love how he's saying that as well. He's saying for the disturbed or the addicted as he's eyeing up Blair's bed.
1: Oh, yeah. They have this moment where he's like, oh, so this is your bed? And she's like, well, well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. And like you kind of like, think you're the one who's the most
0: disturbed and addicted, Chuck. Nobody else. I know.
1: I and know. Blair
0: says, if you weren't such a perv, I'm sure the CIA would hire you in a second. <laughs> i know and chuck says to uh, blair doesn't he he says uh, so what do we do now what do we do with this inf- information and what does she say
1: um oh i can't remember actually what does what does she say
0: i'm thinking total social destruction
1: oh that's it yeah yeah blair is not one to be messed with in in this episode but messed with yeah, I wouldn't even want to make eye contact with her after this episode <laughs> I'd be like yeah I know off the radar with her <laughs> <laughs> oh but um yes they they think it's for Serena and they're going to plan to take her down when in reality Serena is in family therapy with her well family <laughs> <laughs> which I thought, really, Duh.
0: I thought it was like nice to see like some some, well, I was going to say positive family counselling portrayal, but I suppose it's kind of, you know, it's probably not the best. But it was good to see more yeah.
1: counselling and then they were talking about mm. whether Eric should stay. Well, because Serena wants him to be able to live his life and not be ashamed or anything, which is fine. And then Lily just wants, to, wants the opposite. She is too protective. She just wants to hide him away and like forget this ever happened. And I tell you what, thank God for this therapist is there. Because for the first time, actually, I noticed Eric is, has a voice he
0: actually says that doesn't he so I'm glad that I have a say about this and mm-hmm. I really did feel like the whole conversation is more about Serena and Lily fighting mm-hmm. it out rather than it actually being about what Eric needs
1: they come up with a compromise don't they they are letting him be Serena's date to this Ivy mixer and Lily is going to be there as well because Lily is oh I don't know she gave herself some kind of like fancy title didn't, didn't she the committee chairman <laughs> that's it thank you so much yes the committee chairwoman the committee chairwoman yes. yeah so eric
0: is going to be serena's date the next scene again
1: rufus Ah, oh, rufus dad. rufus being a good dad rufus goes to the school and finds a teacher any teacher <laughs> to come like he literally walks up the stairs and is like ah oh, hello <laughs> but unfortunately <laughs> there's there's nothing they can do you know, like the decision has been made, you can't get an usher position. You'll need to discuss it with the committee chairwoman mm-hmm. who we've yep. just found out is Lily. I also want to know the committee chairwoman, that's uh, what power does she have to like really <laughs> for that kind of stuff?
0: Well, I'm imagining it's like the equivalent of being like the head of the PTA here. So you just, you you know, running events at, at the school and the heart, you know, you're, you're there as the main representative of you know, all of the parents of the kids at the school. I don't know. It was an excuse yeah, for the I writers have... to put these characters together again, wasn't it? And again, she's so rude to him. She's like, oh, there's a I thin know. line between love and hate people. She is hot for Rufus. She wants <laughs> Rufus inside her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Desperately. He, he's like, got a minute, Lil. I love how he calls her Lil.
1: And She's like, not <laughs> for you. <laughs> Just stop. Not for you i know can you imagine saying that to
0: anyone marissa you've got a moment not for you
1: (laughs) oh i think it would be reserved for like people i really well i don't know do i hate anybody that much to just treat them or to talk to them like that i don't know i don't even even a horrible ex. so if
0: you've got a minute i would be like not for you
1: yeah, I'd be like, yes, let me tell you how amazingly I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, though? Are you okay? <laughs> all right? Still single? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's a whole other podcast. Anyway, uh, <laughs> next scene. Oh, we then have this lovely scene where then Rufus comes in and goes, you're in at the Humphrey loft and Rufus tells Dan that he's got him in uh, as part of the refreshment committee
1: right see this is what i didn't understand like he's surely, the help i know i know yeah that's what i wrote down yeah he's the help but why did dan's a member of this college why does he have to to go to this mixer or why does he have to work at it surely as a member of this college you can just like go i really don't understand why it's so select I mean.
0: but so much drama happens in this episode it wasn't the writer's
1: priority probably
0: they were just like no. there'll be some kind of mixer something where dan isn't allowed to go and action <laughs>
1: <laughs> probably yeah so so dan is going to be you know on drinks duty and uh rufus is the is the entertainment
0: don't even get me started on this
1: honestly okay of course cool. Sh- should we just go to the next scene which is the party which is the mixer anyway I it's, just I love the fact that he's booked himself for this. It'll be a Rufus Unplugged
0: evening, which don't get me wrong, I would pay good money to see. Jenny's going to be <laughs> the roadie, so it's like a Humphrey family outing. Um, mm-hmm. And yet, when yeah. they arrive at the mixer, I don't know if you noticed this, but I I felt like it, we were living in some post. I, I felt like I was watching some post COVID mixer because it's like all these like plastic screens up. <laughs> Oh my god, no, I didn't notice that. No. There's always plastic screens that where people are standing in between screens and I was was like, I think even Dan is behind a screen. (laughs) Like
1: Oh my God, no, you I did not know With the rest of the help. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but you see Rufus and his band playing, and I just could, as the professional musician in me, I was watching it going, well, none of their instruments are even plugged in, so no one would be able to hear them, first and foremost. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> also, how did they just manage to rally together a double bass player, an electric guitarist, and just be like, yeah, we're just going to play some kind of mellow, kind of jazz-style acoustic folk. Okay,
1: one, two, three, four. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought I was like they're playing jazz I specifically thought Rufus was you know a rock like a band like a proper band like a rock band and, and he's suddenly
0: like oh it's okay I can just suddenly reinvent my genre for the night and I know play a whole new genre and call my double bass player you know <laughs> <laughs> I know hi double bass player it, can you just suddenly like improvise a load of tunes at the same time I'm improvising a loads of tunes it will just sound great okay great <laughs> musical man. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's over sorry right so we're arriving at the mixer it's incredibly posh um and then serena asks her have you seen the yale rep and serena's i was going to keep you know my options my options open um and it's obviously to sabotage blair so yes so she's stepping on blair's toes
0: talking to the yale rep and kind of sweeps him away i think by offering him a drink or
1: something Yeah. yeah
0: When these things happen, I always think in real life that wouldn't happen. If I was talking to someone, I was like, "Let me just get you a drink and start." I'd be like, "Are you? What, are, you are you? Are you like hushing me away? Like what? Like yeah, I'm, talk, I'm talking to someone." <laughs> but these extras obviously are all just like compliant. They're just like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." Um, we then see um, Blair run over to Chuck and go like, why aren't you keeping an eye on the Yale rep? Because we find out that Chuck is actually the us- usher for Yale. And he looks over at this older woman, doesn't he?
1: Another creepy Chuck Bass moment. But he was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to get into Princeton now. It's like, oh. Was that a euphemism? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm trying to get in to Princeton. A, yeah. He's creepy, creepy Chuck Bass. <sighs> Gross
0: um the beginning of and, the sabotage happens doesn't it because because uh you know chuck's just
1: kind of like you know don't get your knickers in a twist love i've got your lapel your La Perla's in a twist which is a very expensive knicker brand <laughs> <laughs> is that what he <laughs> says yeah don't get your lapel in a twist it's like Im- imagine imagine like victoria's secret but like at, like, like really classy really really classy
0: yeah, you're right. He says don't get your knickers in a twist, the posh kind. Um, because the sabotage <laughs> is going to begin. Don't get your posh knickers
1: in a twist. <laughs> don't you get
0: them posh knickers in a twist because the sabotage is going to begin and who arrives who has he invited?
1: Oh, they've invited the Dr Ostroff mm-hmm. to to the mixer. The who just happened the head to be free. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, free. I'm not busy. <laughs> do you
0: know what? I was going to uh, maybe save a few patients' lives tonight, but I'm going to head down to this school mixer for the Ivies and ruin some girl's life. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. Um, then we see Nate being grilled by uh, the Dartmouth rep because obviously yeah,
1: Nate's really fail. failing. We then have Lily and
0: Bart Bess greeting each other. You have a little moment between them.
1: What was his, like, this is the first and last time that we see Bart Bass in this episode. I feel like he was just here for, because he had a day off or something.
0: (laughs) Such a a quick day of filming. Okay, and if you can sweep in and just kiss Lily
1: on the cheek either side, uh, ask Eric about Miami and be on your way. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, yep, that's that scene, that's done, cool, glad we've got uh, that one done. Well, everyone's um, asking
0: Eric about Miami as well, aren't they? Because that's where everyone thinks he's been, so he's having to lie about it. You know, that's sad, because again, 2007, that wouldn't happen now.
1: Mm. Everyone
0: would kind of know that some, there'd be some situation going on, and everybody would be quite sensitive to it, and not judgmental.
1: Yeah, him. not ask about it, yeah, just treat him like a normal person. Mm-hmm. And look out for him, he'd get a lot more support. Yeah, exactly, you know, it's not hard. <laughs> yeah, We
0: then have a lovely moment.
1: Is this where Jenny Jenny
0: meets Eric? Jenny meets Eric. Yay. Yes. Again, Nate's dad, the captain, greets Eric and is like, how's Miami? Um, Yeah.
1: Oh, I did notice. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I just noticed as well that Jenny is in the dress that Blair gave her in last week's <gasps> episode. You actually get to see it properly. I was like, that's that damn Eleanor Waldorf dress. <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, or it, it must be. It's like literally the same shape, size and color. So it must be that dress. You can mm. tell that Jenny knows that something's
0: not quite right. And mm. says, Do you want to talk about it? And he says it's quite dark. and She's like, I can handle it. Yeah, is nice, and then he kind of does tell her everything, doesn't he? he does tell her everything about what? Yeah, happened. and they've formed little a little friendship. Which is- yeah, mm. we then see Dan and Serena talking as well. Um, again, like Serena goes up to get a drink, and mm-hmm. uh, honestly. I just think Dan is so nasty to her. He says, why are you talking to the Yale rep? Because obviously she was doing it to get a Blair. And Mm. I thought you wanted to get a Brown or something like that. And she says, oh, you know, I'm just this little thing with Blair. And he goes, since you don't have to worry about getting into college, why not make the entire evening about screwing over Blair? And I was like,
1: fucking chip, shoulder. Much. do you think i see i kind of disagree i think like he's got a good point he's telling serena like wow you know you don't have anything to worry about that you can actually waste time sabotaging blair i read that as like a different thing
0: mm, that was me personally his business i don't know I don't, oh no i know i don't know what it is i don't know why i don't i just always feel like he's don't get me wrong these people are privileged but he's always he's always going on about the injustice of it and it's like mm. It's not going to get you any further in life yeah. by complaining about it. If that makes, and I think he does learn that as well because then Nate turns up and completely. Well, first of all, he just blanks Serena, which reminds me of something that would happen at primary school when someone would be like I'm not talking oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. and then actually like pretend that you don't exist.
1: <laughs> yeah, go out of your way to like stand next to them but not talk to them, just so they like <laughs> I, definitely know. Yeah, proper playground Serena. tactics.
0: Serena's like, you're literally going to ignore me. Just pretend I'm not standing right here. <laughs> Once she storms off, Nate then is really nice because Dan's gonna give him some advice. Dan says, I'll I'll tell you how to talk. Yeah, to Dan him. Like, Dan gives him like
1: really good advice. Like he's like, Oh, I know his <laughs> I know his favourite book. You should mention the Lorax and and yeah, like, really weird. Why does he know that in that much information? I mean, I know like he probably did do do some research, but I was like, that is some real, you know, niche info to know off the um, top of your head as well okay fair enough on some notes off the top of your head to know what some bloke's favorite book is and what chapter and i know Ooh. i know i know and and Nate's just like oh what what's the lorax and Dan's just like oh for god's sake like she just gives him more basic advice and and that's when Nate finally gets it and he's like why don't you go and why don't you take these drinks over to him and you go and introduce yourself which i think was like that's the right thing to do mm. i think anyway and Nate does acknowledge his privilege. Yes, as well. He does. he
0: does. He does acknowledge it. Yeah.
1: Oh, gosh. The next scene Nate's dad. Mm. Oh, yeah. He finally tells him, he's like, Dad, I don't want to go to Dartmouth. It's not
0: very nice, though, when he leaves Dan with the drinks that he's just got instead of, mm-hmm. right, you go, I'm going to take a breath, breath of fresh air. And it's a really nice little moment. So Dan goes off, and it's like the captain sees this. And as he's walking back, he's, he proper like grits his teeth and is like, you go over there and finish what you started.
1: <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Very, very
0: aggressive. And he goes, look, mm. I don't want to go to Dartmouth. When are you going to get it? Um, yeah so yeah all of this stuff kind of is all happening at the same time so you've got eric telling jenny about what's happening you've got dan and serena's weird little exchange because serena's trying to sabotage blair blair's trying to sabotage serena you've got nate not wanting to go to dartmouth you've got
1: it's a busy uh, mixer right it's a lot going on (laughs) you've got dan
0: desperate to go to dartmouth you've then also got the fact that chuck is trying to get into
1: a Princeton uh, uh, representative I know you've got you've got Rufus in the background playing some jazz like what the hell's going on here <laughs>
0: I felt like I should probably say all of that stuff just so we know where we're at oh okay fair enough <laughs> so I've got another shout out Marissa <gasps> who is it this time little Plymouth <laughs> community of listeners uh, Sophie yes. now Sophie is sent in a quote that made me laugh so much oh my god yeah what is it she said dick me dead and bury me pregnant that was brilliant
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that means wow that's one of the best quotes i've ever heard in my life
0: we need to make a if you can put that on the shout out and I'm like oh yes we can
1: we can we will and we have
0: (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for listening Sophie we will continue to (laughs) dick you dead (laughs) do you (laughs) proud (laughs) and bury you pregnant oh gosh so we're at the mixer
1: and I believe Blair was just about to do something
0: Dun-dun-dun. Terrible. Yeah, she suddenly takes to the stage. And as I say, we've had all of this big mix of all these different characters. And mm-hmm. suddenly Blair takes to the stage, doesn't she? Um, this yes. was <laughs> genuinely the worst thing Blair has, has ever done from my memory.
1: Yeah, this is so bad. Wow. Um, I mean,
0: I was watching it literally going...
1: I, I don't even know when I'm going to begin talking about this. <laughs> yeah, I know. She, she's a
0: bitch. She's horrible. She's
1: horrible. She, so she's on the stage and she's talking about, oh, this year's chosen charity is the Ofstroff Centre and we have Dr. Ofstroff here. And, and you see she, Serena and Eric and Lily suddenly react
0: to that, don't you? Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, they shit themselves. And she outs Serena to everybody at the school and, all, and, and to all these college ivy league representatives
0: oh do you know what right right where do i begin okay so first of all she says which aids young addicts and alcoholics including a student here with us today who is clean and
1: sober at least yeah. for now <laughs> no, oh my god Please, do you know I mean? she's serena vanderwoodson it's so cold The Um, issue
0: I have with this, right, is even if it was true, even if Serena was at the Ostroff Centre getting help for, let's say, a drug addiction, which apparently in this show is um, disturbed and deranged whatever it is that Chuck said, um, Mm. when actually addiction is a disease, even if that was true, Blair outing Serena like that would be absolutely – that would be outrageous. So it just – it makes it even worse that it's not. But even if it was true – there's almost like this element where you're kind of like, oh, but she does think it's Serena. Who cares? Even if it was Serena, that's yeah. so bad. It's awful. That's That's mm-hmm. got to be a Blair, a Blair Waldorf burn. It has to be. Yeah,
1: yeah. Blair Waldorf burn. And then Serena just sort of goes up on stage and accepts, like, I don't know, just accepts the fall for it in public, in front of everybody.
0: And also mm-hmm. Dan's face. At this news, fucking Judgy McJudgerson is what I've written down in my notes. You can see him looking over at Serena, kind of going, mm. Oh, another reason to not. Not only do you have a past where, oh my God, shock, horror, you've slept with other people, <laughs> also yeah. you ha- ha- might have a mental health issue or a drug or an ex drug addiction or, you know, that. Mm. It's just so
1: judgy. I know, I know. He, he, but, then it's, but then Jenny tells him, I've got a problem with Jenny now. She she said, she she was like, oh no, don't worry, Eric. Five minutes ago, like, don't worry, I won't tell anybody. And then suddenly she's telling Dan in a big crowd of people. Eric was there at the Ostrov Centre. She shouldn't have done that. Yeah, how long did it take
0: you, Jenny, to break your new friend's promise? Oh my biggest, God, it was probably... the Biggest about, secret in the whole wide
1: world. It was probably like eight minutes, I reckon, between her knowing and <laughs> and, and and her telling Dan. Fucking your hell. secret safe with me. It's not Serena, it's Eric.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Blair is so evil that after Serena kind of gets up and just accepts this in in order to protect her little brother.
1: I had a funny moment with Lily because Lily, it's the most sensible thing that Lily has ever said in these three episodes. She's like, why is Blair out of you for a drug problem that you don't have? (laughs) And it's like, I know Lily, tell us more. Why is she? (laughs) And that's when... Yeah, you're right. That's when Serena is like, "I'm going to go and end this with Blair, like mm. once and for all." And she actually goes and talks to Blair about it. So,
0: and she begs her. She begs Blair to stop. Mm. She's like, please yeah. will you stop bullying me. Please will
1: you let this go? She's like, you know, I'll I'll stop if you stop. Yeah, and she but she says, "What I do to you will never be as bad as you did to me."
0: Sleeping with Nate. Mm. I don't know. If I'm being honest, I think what Blair yeah, did. I think what Blair did in this episode of Poison Ivy, Ivy is up there.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's so horrible.
0: Oh. Um, and then Serena, bless her, she storms out. Dan rushes
1: after her. I think he, I don't know, respects her a little bit more or understands her a little bit more. And I think he he apologises to her a little bit, doesn't he? And she asks him to call her. So I'm hoping. The next oh yeah, episode, they end it. We'll I know. Be date. They end it. Yay! They end it on a, on a yeah, on a little on a little date. So you know, every cloud.
0: Every cloud.
1: Uh, uh, I know. And then the next scene is Eric
0: and Blair. I loved this moment. Yes.
1: Oh, I know you're taking the fall for her, but I've never even seen you with a drink. And he's like, "No." Shows her his wrist. It's something you didn't even comprehend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much Dumb worse, bitch. <laughs> right. Yeah. You do actually see Blair Waldorf speechless. Makes her pipe down a bit, doesn't
0: it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) Um, So you can kind of see her soften after that moment. The next day, we're back with Rufus and Dan. Rufus! And... Mm -hmm. Dan has a book from the rep at Dartmouth, which is signed, kind of saying, you know, hope to see you at Dartmouth, I believe. So obviously it went well with him and the representative for Dartmouth.
1: Exactly. Well done, Dan. Hopefully he'll fucking cheer up a bit, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dan says he appreciates everything his dad does for him, even if he doesn't always show it, which I thought I was know. nice. I know. Finally. Then <sighs> Rufus, Rufus lets me down a little bit with the his reply. Oh, what's that? What's the reply? He says, we're real men, son. We don't like to share our feelings. And I was thinking, that's a bit realistic. You're a songwriter. Oh,
1: I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Mm. Share your feelings,
0: Rufus. Toxic masculinity. We, I know, it, right? We the finest love, in 2007. I know.
1: We love a vulnerable man. Mm.
0: Oh, Yeah. Especially with long hair and a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've got to make a point here. So we then go to the next scene where we're at Chuck's and Nate wakes up on his sofa again. Aren't these guys supposed to be like mega rich? Like freaking get a room or buy yourself a house or something. Like every time we see him wake up, he's on Chuck's sofa.
1: <laughs> I know. Minus the yeah, girls I, this time. Yeah, minus the girls. And then... Um, Oh, what is it? He's got to go for a run with his dad. He's late for a run with his dad, mm-hmm.
0: who has manipulated yep. him to join him. And who's because
1: there? The Dartmouth rep. Oh,
0: <laughs>
1: oh. I would have, I would have just
0: told him to stick it. I can't believe. I mean, also, what? yeah. He's like, go for a run with this guy, but then he's like, "Are you ready?" And then the captain and the Dartmouth guy run off together, whilst Nate runs behind them whilst he goes so nate's really good at i think so i know i was always nate am i just going like, to run behind you whilst you talk about me to this rep guy okay whatever. well the ending of this entire episode is around this kind of next morning isn't it we got jenny visiting eric kind of continuing their, yes, continue their
1: little their little their little friendship so cute well, i love put, it i've put down in my notes here like
0: <laughs> Eric slams his laptop down so quick as she walks into the room. Have you noticed this? If anybody didn't notice this, go back away. No, I just like, when Jenny walks in, he slams his laptop down. And I'm like, he's defo watching porn. Either that or I missed a clip where he's looking at gossip girls.
1: (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) I was like,
0: his age, defo a bit of porn. Just slam that down. Okay. And Jenny's here. Hey. (laughs) And then the next
1: scene, Serena. The final scene. Yes. Serena. It's raining. It's raining in Manhattan, and uh, she's and she's reading in. I, th- I assume it's Central Park that they're in, right?
0: I'm not sure actually. I'm sure some listeners will will be able to correct us if it's yeah. not. But I think yeah, she's 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 kind of hiding away, isn't she? She's got yeah. a hat on. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And um, Blair turns up and I do think it's sweet that she's like, I know this is where you always come when you're sad. And I'm like, oh, I think that's really sweet that she knows Serena's sad spot. (laughs) I thought that was really nice. That is nice. And there's a bit of a truce, isn't there? Like Blair reads out a letter that she wrote to Serena when Serena was away. And this is the one moment where I'm like, I actually feel sorry for Blair here because I do feel like Serena wasn't there and she reads out this letter to her <laughs> you know and everything's gone shit she's saying her dad's gone nate's being weird you know and her mum's not really around either and and oh, I feel you know like
0: being, why Nate's being weird? It's like I know that so is heartbreaking when she
1: reads this I know. letter out. I don't know how it happened because I was
0: I hated her so much during the Ivy Mixers scene that when mm. she reads starts reading this letter out, I'm just like, I actually mm. I actually teared up. You know how easily I cry at stuff. All I need is like a slightly sad monologue and a bit of cold play in the background or something, and I'm gone.
1: <laughs> Every I Christmas am sad. gone. <laughs> <laughs> Every Christmas ad you cry at the John Lewis one. <laughs> oh, I'm
0: terrible, but yeah, I was yeah. proper tear. Up, I was crying, um yeah. which you know wasn't was probably a little bit of a sad moment for me.
1: <laughs> not my finest hour.
0: I believe it's time for a little uh fashion segment.
1: Is that right, Marissa? Yes, it is. Um so, You know what that means though, don't you? is it the jingle? <laughs> it's Yay! time for the jingle. <gasps> Headbands by Armani, paintings of Amirakami, Dolce
0: and Cabana dresses all the white types I'll be missing, kissing in designer stockings, upper East Park costas, mocking all the best dressed and the worst one clothes of the episode.
1: Still loving it? Yes, yes I am. <laughs> um, Best outfit this week. Um, Bit of a funny one. It was last week's worst outfit
0: (laughs) (laughs) you weren't impressed with this week's fashion were you babe
1: no well it was weird there was no like real standout moment this week apart from jenny's dress which is the one that blair gifted her Mm -hmm. last in the last episode that was the (laughs) only it was the only good outfit this week There wasn't really any yeah i
0: didn't like serena's outfit either actually at the mixer uh yeah it was fine
1: mm -hmm. it was nice um so, yeah, unfortunately, no real, real best outfit, but we do have a worst outfit. Ooh. And that goes to a Miss Blair Waldorf for her Ivy League mixer outfit. Um, she looked like a secretary. Did you not see? She's wearing and her hair. Was... I'm sure
0: it's a designer suit, I imagine. No, it's a, well, it's a
1: skirt suit.
0: It just looks like... Isn't it? It's a pillow p- blouse.
1: Yeah it is. Yeah. Navy and like a pleated navy skirt with a navy blazer and a yellow blouse. Fair enough. But, fair enough. But the main thing though is her hair. Like her hair is it's not up, but um it's not down either. It's it's really date It looks really dated and it looks old fashioned. So she is my worst outfit. She's the worst outfit. Ah, oh, poor Blair. I know
0: Are the best dressed and the worst one clothes of the episode. So, the final Gossip Girl blast. <clears throat> Spotted in Central Park. Two white flags waving. Could an Upper East Side Peace Accord be far off? So, what will it be? Truce or consequences? We all know one nation can't have two queens. What happens next? Only time will tell. XOXO, Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I've been Anna. And I'm Marissa. Thank We've you been so the much. Upper East Podcasters. Tune in next week where we will be looking at episode four, season one, episode four of Gossip Girl. Bad news, Blair. Blair's gonna get some bad news. to get some karma. Do be sure
1: to follow us
0: on Instagram. Our at handle is Upper East Podcasters.
1: You mm. wanna say Gossip. hey? any gossip yeah (laughs) as we always say you know you love to hate it and hate to love it
0: (laughs) xoxo